Welcome to the Sarah's Inn Podcast. My name is Kate, and I am one of the prevention team interns. Today I'm going to talk about consent. I'll talk about what it should look like and how to get it. As important as consent is, we don't always talk about it enough, so it's understandable if you're a little unsure about what it is and what it isn't. People typically talk about consent in the context of some kind of sexual or physical activity with a partner. However, it can also be applied to other people in your life, like platonic friends and family members. You can introduce the idea of consent early with kids by making it clear that they have a choice whether or not they feel comfortable hugging family members at gatherings, for example. Keep in mind that consent doesn't only apply to one gender identity. For example, girls are not the only ones who might want to take it slow. Also, it's not a guy's job to initiate the action or anything else. It is important for people of all gender identities and sexual orientations to be mindful of asking for and receiving consent from their partner. In a healthy relationship, both partners are able to openly talk about and agree on what kind of activity they want to engage in, whether it's a hug, holding hands, kissing, touching, intercourse, or anything else. It's really important for everyone in the relationship to feel comfortable and enthusiastic about what's happening. You may have heard the phrase, no means no. That's totally true, but it doesn't really provide a complete picture of consent because it puts the responsibility on one person to resist or accept an activity. It also makes consent about what someone doesn't want to do instead of being open and expressing what they want to do. There are four parts of proper consent. Clear, coherent, willing, and ongoing. First is clear meaning the consent is active. It's expressed through words and actions that create mutually understandable permission. Consent is never implied, and the absence of a no is not a yes. This means that silence is not consent. Phrases like, I'm not sure, or I don't know, or maybe later, are also not consent. Second is coherent. This refers to the fact that people who are incapacitated by drugs or alcohol cannot consent. Someone who cannot make rational, reasonable decisions because they lack the capacity to understand the who, what, when, where, why, or how of the situation cannot consent. People who are asleep or in another vulnerable position also cannot consent. For example, if someone is unfit to drive, they are also unable to consent. Remember, even if someone does drink and doesn't give consent, it's not their fault. Third is willing. This means that consent is never given under pressure or assumption. Consent is also not obtained through psychological or emotional manipulation. It also cannot be obtained through physical violence or threat. There cannot be consent when someone has authority over you, like a teacher or police officer, because it's a situation with a power imbalance. Fourth is ongoing. Consent must be granted every time for everything meaning it must be obtained at each step of physical intimacy. If someone consents to one sexual activity, they may or may not be willing to go further. That's why it's important to check in every step of the way. Also, just because someone consented to an activity at another time doesn't mean they still want to do that same thing later. Consent can also be taken away at any time, and if that happens, the activity must stop immediately. In a healthy relationship, it's important to discuss and respect each other's boundaries regularly. 
It's not okay to assume that once someone consents to an activity, it means they are consenting to it any time in the future as well. Whether it's the first time or the hundredth time, a hookup, a committed relationship, or even marriage, no one is ever obligated to consent to something, even if they've done it in the past. A person can decide to stop an activity at any time, even if they agreed to it earlier. Above all, everyone has a right to their own body and to feel comfortable with how they use it. So what does consent look like? The answer is that communication is key. Some people are worried that talking about or getting consent will be awkward or that it will ruin the mood, which is far from true. If anything, the mood is much more positive when both partners feel safe and can freely communicate about what they want. A good first step is to talk about what terms like hooking up or going all the way mean to each partner. It might be best to have these conversations when you're not being physically intimate, because people can have very different expectations of what those phrases imply. Being able to communicate and have clear expectations will be beneficial in all aspects of the relationship. When you're in the heat of the moment, there are many ways you can ask for consent. You could say things like, are you comfortable? Is this okay? Do you want to slow down? Do you want to go any further? For example, during a hookup, ask if it's okay to take your partner's shirt off. Don't just assume that they're comfortable with it. Now that I've talked about what it should look like, I want to mention what consent does not look like. What you wear, flirting, accepting a ride, or accepting drinks is not consent. Saying yes or saying nothing while under the influence of drugs or alcohol is not consent. Saying yes or giving in to something because you feel too pressured or too afraid to say no is not consent. There are also red flags to look out for that indicate that your partner doesn't respect your boundaries. They might pressure or guilt you into doing things that you may not want to do. They could make you feel like you owe them because you're dating or because they gave you a gift, for example. They may react negatively with sadness, anger, or resentment if you say no to something or don't respond to consent immediately. They might threaten to break up with you if you don't know what they want or do what they want. If they ignore your request or don't pay attention to nonverbal cues like being pushed away, that shows they do not have your consent. All of those are examples of an unhealthy and possibly abusive relationship. So remember, consent is cool and necessary. The four parts of consent are clear, coherent, willing, and ongoing. If you want to learn more or talk with an advocate, you can call the Sarazen Crisis Line. A relationship is much more positive when both partners feel safe and can freely communicate about what they want, which is an essential part of a healthy relationship.